So today we're going to talk about pets. And let's start with the most basic question. Lorianne, do you have any pets? Would you like one? What are your thoughts on it? So actually, I don't have any pets. Um, I do love pets. I like a cat girl, if I can say that. Um, I used to have one, well, actually. People say cat lady, but I think cat girl sounds cuter. <laughs> I hope so, yeah. I'm not like... <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a cat girl. That's cute. Um, I used to have one, actually. Who, I mean, he died like a few years ago. Uh, but right, yeah, right now I don't, I don't have any because I'm traveling a lot. I used to travel a lot before COVID, obviously. And I thought it was not fair to, to get a cat when I was, you know, out so often. So. You know, people would say that because of COVID, they travel less. So, and that is why a lot of people have been getting pets. So, yeah, but, I think uh, you... Sorry, yeah, but pets is, it's a commitment. When you get one, it's not temporary. It's not like for one year or two because you know you're not traveling it's it's a big decision so i didn't get one during this period even if i was not traveling just because you don't know what's going to happen after and you know I, I i couldn't commit today yeah i couldn't so let's say you're not traveling would you get a pet now maybe yeah i would get a cat probably. and why because i love them <laughs> <laughs> I love when they deeper. do the, how do you say in English when they, you know, like they come on your laps and they just like do, you know, this like ron ron we say in French? Uh, purr. Like purr. Rrr. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That must be a very, very common sound to do in French. No? Yeah. Ron ron. <laughs> it's an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually making fun of you, but you didn't get, you didn't catch that, but that's okay. I never get your joke, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you did, I'm funny. Okay. Anyways. So let's, um, let's see the benefits then of, you know, why people, why people get pets and why, you know, what's, uh, what's the advantage of having a, a little kitty or a little puppy. So according to the CDC, there are many health benefits of owning a pet. So they can actually increase opportunities for you to exercise, to go outside, socialize. And uh, because of all that, you know, sometimes the pets are also um, will help decrease blood pressure, cholesterol levels and triglyceride levels. And also... Pets can help manage loneliness and depression by giving us furry companionships. What do you think? Sounds great, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Is that why people do actually get pets? I think there is one, I think there is one little part that people don't, that it's not mentioned is sometimes I think people get pets for status. Mm -hmm. because hey listen i have money or i want to show that i have money or maybe because i have the most rarest breed of dogs of them all i don't know i think can't you see people having that yeah could be a reason um what about because of loneliness 
Yes. So that was actually the last sentence that the CDC said, you know, pets can help manage loneliness. But I think that's a little bit risky and may not be actually a good reason to get a pet always. You know, I think there are, that's one line that I think we have to be more careful um, because that might mean the pet is making, you know, is you're avoiding now working on yourself and you're, and the pet might be actually detracting you from working on the specific things that you might have to in work, working on your, whatever it's depression or loneliness. It might, yeah, it might make things worse. I don't know. Like if you say, let's say you're in a heartbreak and you decide, oh my God, like you're crying all the time and then you get a pet and maybe, you know, now you're fine because that pet will love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. This is easy love. Yeah. Super it's, easy love. Yeah, it's the same if we go back to the second episode we did about, you know, love and being with someone. It's kind of like similar. It's not the same, obviously, but like, oh, you, you can't get anyone. Uh, you're lonely. You're single. So the other option would be, oh, I can get a, a, a dog or like a cat. So I'm not lonely and I don't have to do the work. I don't have to think, you know, what to do next. I have this like little like puppy with me that I can ca- take care of. Um, it's kind of like a selfish decision to be honest um not sure if it's the right yeah. reason it might be a right reason to be honest and it, i'm not saying that this is bad for the dog or the cat they will be probably very happy but as you said yeah. it's more like you have to work on yourself and don't try to find like something to fill the hole you have you know within yourself um yeah, it's, it, yeah. i think you hit no, you hit a key point. The dog might be the happiest dog in the world. You know, I, I hear that some dogs go to dog spa and they have dog vacations. And this, they is eat so meat. this is so American. This is so American. Like I remember in <laughs> well, LA. You don't have that in France? Oh my God. <laughs> like we do have, I guess. But yeah, I remember when, when I was in LA, it's just, it is very common. They're really like, I feel like people really consider them as babies. And <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, actually, you know, you're right. I saw this a lot more in California. I don't really see, I didn't see that in different states. Um, yeah, like I remember, like oh, I forgot it was. They bought like a birthday cake, but it was like true. made with like this special <laughs> premium meat or and whatever it was. And they invite the friends, like the other dog, <laughs> <laughs> like a dog party. I mean. That's good. That that's good for you know the economy, I guess. <laughs> well, so sure. So the dog might be the happiest dog and had a better childhood than you and me, than ever that, <laughs> but that they, that we ever had. But the thing is, is it making? Does it make sense for your your own well being for the owner's well being? Like, does it make sense for that person to be? Uh, transferring their feelings of loneliness or the need of companionship onto a pet because I would say that sometimes that might exacerbate the problem. Um, I can see like maybe people being over-dependent on these pets and 
I don't know if this is correct, but might be seeing them, like you said, as humans, mm-hmm. you know, and and treat them a little bit more, a little bit different because they will they will always give you love, you know, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, well, for them, you know, for them, for the like, you can give them just a little piece of food and they will love you. If you <laughs> give your date, I don't know. Hey, I brought you McDonald's for our first anniversary. I don't know how long will that last. It's <laughs> really true. It's easy love. It's easy love, yes. Mm-hmm. The issue also I see here is, uh, you know, when people also want a specific breed um, that doesn't really fit their lifestyle. It's For me, it's a selfish decision. You want this specific breed because you like it and because it's maybe fashionable. But then you don't consider the needs of the dogs. Um, You don't consider if it will fit your lifestyle. Let's say you work 14 hours a day and you're not home. Uh, The dog will be alone and some dogs need a lot of exercise and other, you know, may need some rest. Um, so pay attention to that. Like really, when you want to get a dog, um, just consider the needs of the dog before considering what you like. Is that yes, make sense? yes? Because um, I think a lot of people end up regretting getting a dog because it doesn't live, it doesn't suit their lifestyle. I see many big dogs in tiny apartments who look miserable or. Um, both the owner and the pet and I've seen um, dogs that just need a lot of attention and or are more aggressive and need to be more alone so I think you really have to consider the personality and uh, you know what what makes the most sense the one thing I do want to also say is that let's say then you're ready for a dog you know and you and you are curious about, you know, you have certain needs about the kind of dog that you want, does that mean that you should invest in getting a designer dog, a purebred? Like, listen, I know, for example, huskies are the perfect dog for me, so I want a purebred husky because of many reasons. Like, Should you do that? Should you go that route? I mean, it all depends on, you know, the people who, who breed the dogs. Uh, I know... For example, that I have one of my friends who's she's passionate about golden retriever. She she had three or four goldens actually, and she you know every two or three years she you know like to breed dogs, and um, but she's doing it because she's passionate, and if she doesn't do it for profit, like she doesn't do it to make money. She's basically in love with this this breed, and and I think this is what you should aim for when you're looking for like a specific pure breed. Just ensure that it's not done for like only profit, because it might not be ethical at some point. Yes, I think that's one key thing that I that we should at least cover in the episode. When I was reading um, uh, online, American Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, Mm -hmm. ASPCA, and I was also reading PETA, they were saying that it's a little bit unethical to 
sell pets for profit. And, you know, the world is already overpopulated with pets, with dogs and cats, and millions and millions die each year of euthanasia. So there is no sense of bringing more to the world. There's a lot of pets out there that uh, could use love if if that's what you um, if if companionship is what you want and people who are you know people who are breeding dogs in their backyards whether it's professional or amateur or puppy mills or pet stores um according to them they say it's it's there's no reason there's no reason for them to do that i kind of agree but Aren't people scared that, you know, getting a dog from a shelter, like a rescue dog, might be too much work? Because, you know, most of the time yeah. they're, they're like adults. I mean, you can have puppies, but they're adults. And, you know, sometimes they they are traumatized by what happened in their life. And you may not want to do the work with them. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, there are a few things to consider, I guess. Uh, if you do, if you don't want an adult, there are many. You know, there are many options for younger kittens or puppies that you know they. Let's say an owner has puppies and they just can't take care of them, and then just you know they take them to the rescue or the shelter. I'm assuming mm-hmm. uh, your friend might be one of them. If she can't find people who want the pets, mm-hmm. they she might uh, you know take it to a shelter or rescue. So there, there are um, there are ways to find them. It's just that you might have to wait a little longer. Um, and s- usually, from what I read, the, the dogs in the shelters and rescues are trained. And uh, they're usually also very, they uh, you know they go, they go under more uh, let's say medical care, mm-hmm. because the pets there are the the breeders that are doing their operations on their backyard. They sometimes they don't care as much or they're not as careful. In fact, my friend got a Yorkie mm-hmm. from one of those backyard breeders, and. Uh, he the Yorkie ended up having a lot of worms. Oh, okay. Even though, yeah, even though it's an it's an expensive dog. I and I don't know. I think uh, and if you're so purely like worried about getting a purebred and a puppy, mm-hmm. you know, that's you know, you, this is not. I want this. This is the only dog on the only cat I want. There are there are resources for you. Uh, one of them is called PetFinder.com, and apparently, one out of four uh, pets that are given to shelters and rescues are purebreds. This is how many people mm-hmm. just like, even when they have a purebred, like to say, oh, "This is not for me anymore." Mm-hmm. They give it away, mm-hmm. and you you can find them. And I looked, I looked at PetFinder.com, and there are many. Okay. Many purebreds. There might not be around your city, but we are not sponsor guide. This is like purely like free <laughs> advertise for this website. Oh wait, you didn't get your check. <laughs> you oh. stole it from me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I you know this is gonna be a solo show soon enough. So. <laughs> okay, good. So the. <laughs> but 
So I, I think I think we covered almost everything. Yeah. So so and what 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 is the key takeaway? Like, so if I remember well, like the, the first one, what is really ask yourself why do do you want this pet? Why do you want this dog or this cat? Is it for the right reason? And then what else? I think I will to that first point. I would just add to make sure that it's not preventing you also from working on yourself like is if is this dog or is this cat just making you less lonely for the good reasons like you know there's so many different ways of, of why that might be good but there are also many ways why that would be bad and making sure that you're not choosing it for the wrong reasons when it comes to loneliness the second one would be okay let's say you do you do consider um getting a pet you know you're you're right the right candidate I would say, I would say, don't do it for don't don't buy it from someone who wants it for profit. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that lying about the world is already overpopulated. Anybody who is breeding for profit is doing it unethically, and I think I kind of agree with that. Mm -hmm. You know, and like I, if you see, there's so many documentaries out there about pets dying and being killed and it's like pretty sad and gruesome and then the third one is um oh the other thing about the pure breeds like they're more like you're forcing them to be purebred so like they're more likely to have more health issues and think about the dog that is that you're the same dog that is trying to give birth it's a very health intense thing you know, for the dog to keep giving birth over and over again. Like it's already, you know, how it, it's pretty intensive for a human, you know, to give one, imagine a dog giving like 24, 50 mm -hmm. a year. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, you know, cruel to that animal. And then last thing people consider, like if you're not going to be home, maybe consider getting two, two pets yeah. so that they can keep company with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you're And this happened to one one friend of mine. Like he got a dog, and it was fine because it was during the pandemic. But when he had to go back to work, mm -hmm. the dog went crazy, and is destroying his place. And what, what, what can you expect, right? <laughs> well, that's it then. Yeah, that was a good talk. Yes. So we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. And thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. -bye.